Welcome to the Social Feed Podcast. I'm your host, Missy. Thank you all for listening. In this week's episode, we talked with social media manager from CBD Health, Kelsey Brown. If you guys have listened to a previous episode, number 65, we talked about marketing in the cannabis industry. And what was really cool is Kelsey was a huge fan of the Social Feed. And she heard that episode and working at CBD Health. And so she DM'd us and said, hey, I'd love to be on the podcast and talk about more about marketing and this industry. So we had her on and we talked about all the things from being from a family-owned company and getting ready to market a startup business. So let's get into this week's episode number 74, how to market your startup business, lessons from a family-owned company. So today we have with us Kelsey Brown. She is a social media manager at CBD Health. And what I, what I love about this, having you on the podcast, is you actually, you're a listener of the podcast. And we did a podcast earlier about cannabis and marketing in the cannabis industry. Yep. And so Kelsey actually reached out to us and was like, hey, like you guys touched a little tiny bit on CBD and let's talk more about that. So I'm super excited to have you on, especially that you're the social media manager because um, I want to obviously social feed podcast. It's a perfect combination. Thanks for listening, by the way. Yes. Yeah, thank you we so appreciate much for having it. me. Like, well, we, have, we have listeners and they like, <laughs> reach out and talk to us about things. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it's just kind of exciting for me to um, listen to podcasts like this because, you know, getting into this industry, it's a little bit new for me. Um, you know, I didn't do a whole lot of studying this while I was in school, but, um, you know, I kind of just, really take it upon myself to um you know think about what's going on in the industry and all of that kind of good stuff i love it so the first thing i want to touch on is how did the store come to be um it's called cbd health and it's in egan minnesota Mm -hmm. so talk to me a little bit about how that store got started and the launching process of it. Yeah, so Daniel and Teresa Shervin, um, they're a family that lives in Egan. They were really passionate about starting a you know really small family um, business. And so Daniel himself has MS. So for him, that was kind of the, the baseline of his introduction to using CBD is he was using it for his MS. Um, He just found that it helped his family life so much. And I mean, he kind of tells this story about, you know, he started taking it and he thought it was kind of this like snake oil thing, right? And a lot of people kind of have that impression of it and I I get why. Um, But then you, the more that I talk to people and the more that he was talking to people about their success stories, it just kind of opened up his whole his whole world to it and then he started taking it and like two weeks into it um you know he got up before his alarm and his wife kind of comes into the bathroom and is like what's going on um are you okay (laughs) yeah exactly um and you know it's just one of those things that he didn't even really notice it at first and then um you know just after that you know, being up before his alarm and not feeling like he just, you know, couldn't take on the second half of the day, you know, with his family and his kids and all of that. Um, and then after using CBD for a while and being able to take on that second half of the day and not feeling like you get home from work and you just have to, you know, crash mm-hmm. on the couch um, was such a huge, huge thing for their family. Um, and then, like I said, they just kept hearing story after story from friends of theirs or acquaintances. You know, there was a friend of Teresa's that, um, you know, kind of 
UCBD and that helped her beat stage four breast cancer. So that was kind wow. of like one of those things that just like really turned the corner for them. Um, and she just kind of took it as like this sign of like, this has made such a difference in our life and our family's life. And we can see that it's helping so many people. We want to be a part of that. So how did you, when did you come get involved in that? Yeah. So Daniel and I had worked together in the past while I was in college. I was working at CVS stores. Um, so that's what I was doing kind of before this. Um, and we just had a good working relationship and he knew that, you know, I kind of wanted to take on the next step in, you know, my career or whatever. Um, and so he just kind of presented the opportunity to me. And because this is kind of an exciting industry to get into right now, um, I just kind of took it up and, you know, I'm just learning as we go. And, um, you know, it, I mean, like I said, it's just really exciting to hear people's stories. And now that we've been open three months, I'm kind of starting to get people coming in for their second or third bottle. And they're like this just I mean, it's not a miracle, but it really makes my life a lot easier. I love that. So would you say that because of how the brand got started with that, with those amazing stories and also the people coming in, do you tend to gravitate towards sharing stories more on social or do you tend to gravitate more towards like products and things like that? Yeah. So right now, um, one of the things that um, as far as building a brand that one of the seeds that they kind of gave me was like, what's keeping you from living your best life? Um, so right now, I'm, because we're kind of still rolling everything out, I really have been focusing a lot on the products that we carry and what it can do for people. Um, but, you know, as we get going, I really want to start, you know, having people, you know, write in testimonials and stuff like that, too. For with like the products, like so when you get like new products in and maybe you can tell, explain this a little bit more, like is it once you get some new shipment in, do you instantly like, post it on social and do you notice, do people tend to like comment on it or come in after you post it? Have you noticed a translation with when you post something and when people come in for something yet? Yeah, um, I know that definitely our first kind of line of products is like the main thing. Um, you know, obviously we've got our CBD oils, we've got our CBD water solubles, we've got our pain cream um, and our gummies. And those are like our top sellers, our main line of stuff. Um, but as we were open for like a month and a half, I really wanted to start getting new stuff in the store. And pe because I'm starting to get new stuff in now, people seem to be responding a little bit more on our, on our social media. Okay, and this one stood out to me the most when I was on your website. You guys have like cannabis for pets, like pet shoes. Yeah, so yeah. explain what what's going on with that? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, to be honest, people kind of have concerns about their pets that are really the same that are, you know, they're concerned with. So if their dog has separation anxiety, you know, I mean, a lot of people are rescuing dogs now and they they have a lot of struggles at first, you know, with separation anxiety or just different anxieties that a rescue dog might just kind of come with. Um, so definitely that's one thing that a lot of people are using it for as far as their pets. Um, and then just kind of, you know, age issues that people, that dogs or cats might run into, um, you know, with, you know, like arthritis or you just like, it's kind of joint pain that, um, that dogs might run into kind of in their older age and they don't necessarily want to, you know, 
put their dog on this, you know, big line of steroids or whatever. Um, and people are kind of just more, you know, it, it seems like a better idea to put their dog on something that, you know, might not be so intense. I guess I've, I've never heard of CBD for pets. Is that know, something like, that other, other stores and yeah, it's, people it's do? Yeah, it's definitely or? a huge market now. I mean, I'm getting, I get calls like, Oh my, I mean, it's just cold calls from companies of like, hey, we have this, we, you know, CBD peanut butter now. We have CBD <laughs> coconut oil now for dogs and their their paws and stuff like that. So it's it, it's a huge, huge, huge market. Have you run into any, because I asked this on the other podcast and we talked about cannabis on that one in marketing. Have you run into any issues with like you try to post something and it gets denied by Facebook or taken down? Yeah, so... I know that we have to be really careful about definitely if we want to like run an ad on Facebook or anything like that. Um, if I did run an ad on Facebook, I don't know if I could even feature any of our products in those ads. So if it's like an event or something that we're doing, then I could maybe get away with it. But because we even have CBD in our name on Facebook, it's a little bit challenging. I was just going to ask you that because, yeah, with our with the other podcasts, like they didn't, it's Bovida, so they don't have that use in their name. Right. With you, that makes it really restrictive. Mm-hmm. Do you see that coming becoming more of an issue down the line as you continue to market yourself, or have you thought about other ways that you can share with us on how to market? Yeah, so I think that social media might be kind of a difficult avenue for us to go, to be totally honest. Um, so... One thing that, you know, it may be kind of old school, but doing like just regular leg- legacy media, like interviews or articles and stuff like that. Um, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Like podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, we hope that doing those things and doing stuff like this will kind of help us engage more, more audiences, you know, kind of doing the legacy media that will hopefully bring in like a really core group of customers that are in that like maybe a little bit older age bracket, but then hopefully doing stuff like this and social media will kind of hit a little bit younger. Have you guys audience. thought about launching your own podcast? Just because there are so many, it's, it's kind of a controversial topic, you know, it's becoming very popular, but it's also picking up a lot of controversy as well. So is that something you've thought about? Uh, not necessarily, <laughs> um, but I mean, I'd, it'd be really interesting to like get all, cause we have like some sister stores that are like in St. Cloud and Maplewood. Um, so it'd be really interesting to like get us all together and talk about you know, like industry trends or, you know, stuff that's working for them that, you know, may be different for us you know, where we are geographically or, you know, stuff like so that. So when you say sister stores, because I take that as like you guys have a partnership, are they more competitors as well? Um, we're not necessarily competitors. Um, I say sister store um, just because we have the same distributor. So our distributor in itself is a small company. So we're a small business and we have a small business distributor. So um we really, really believe in our CBD hemp drops line. Um, you know, it's very, very high quality. They track it from seed to shelf 
it, even though it is a small business, it's still, you know, you get the best of the best that you may get from, you know, other CBD companies like like Charlotte's Web and all of that kind of stuff. But even a lot of like the major CBD companies that people have heard of or tried before, um, a lot of them are still kind of using that old school, just regular CBD oil. Um, Whereas the CBD hemp drops line comes with this line of water solubles. So that that kind of means that they manufactured it a little bit differently than just extracting the oil and putting it in a bottle. So they use what they call a nano emulsion technology. So they break down the oil molecule. Oh, what? Big words. <laughs> Love it. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So essentially they, um, they make it into like a powder form and then dissolve dissolve it back into a water-based formula. So because the molecules, when they make it into that powder, are much, much smaller, you get more bioavailability and easier absorption into the body. So when we're talking about CBD oils, a lot of times, even when you're getting the best of the best, you're only absorbing about four, or 40 to 50% of the oil that you're consuming. When you're using a water soluble, you're absorbing about 90%. Wow. So a lot of people find that water solubles are performing a lot better. So they'll feel I'm it faster. The, I'm loving the science on this I podcast. Know. This is great. I was like, usually, you know, we're just like marketing side, but this is, <laughs> this is amazing. And kind of bringing it back to the marketing side, do you... I feel like there's just so much education that needs to be about this yeah. industry because it is so, yeah. I don't say new because it's been around for a long time, but it's it's really ramping up right now. Mm-hmm. Do you focus, do you tie that in with any of your social media content, the educational piece? Yeah, so um, I know we, you kind of asked me what I kind of push on our social a lot mm-hmm. of times earlier, and that is a lot of what I post if I'm posting kind of extra things just throughout the day. Um, I'm posting stuff about, you know, because a lot of people are buying CBD online right now. So I post a lot about just educating people about, you know, if you want to buy CBD online, that's totally fine. Um, You do you kind of thing. But um, I just want people to be careful and I want people to, you know, if they're kind of going into using CBD, I, I want them to be giving it the best shot they possibly can. Um, so I really push, you know, one being safe, um, you know, doing your research, doing what's gonna work for you. And, um, you know, if it if you've tried it once before and you're like, you know, this, I don't believe in it, you know, just come in and talk to us because, Again, our whole thing is what's keeping you from living your best life. And if you've tried it and it didn't work for you, that doesn't mean it's not going to work. Um, it just means that you maybe didn't find the right form, you know, to work with your body. Um, so that's another big thing that I push. I know you guys have only been open for a few short months, but do you see yourself opening more locations in the future? Is that is that a plan down the line? It's definitely Dan's plan, <laughs> um, you know, because he's a very he's a very ambitious person, um, you know. So even when he was kind of pitching this to me, you know, in the very beginning stages of it, he's like, you know, if this goes well, we can, you know, open up in Woodbury and we can open up in, you know, Eden Prairie and kind of, um, you know, expand into like the greater southern metro. Um, so. 
you know, the biggest thing is, I mean, if people have questions, just come on by. Um, and the more we grow, hopefully the better you're doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, talk, that was a question I had. What about growth? Because you're basically starting this from nothing. Yeah. All these social media channels, all this marketing. It's a brand new three-month-old business. Mm-hmm. What's been the challenge? I mean, outside of the like Facebook restrictions, what's mm-hmm. been like, the biggest challenges in getting social media and marketing rolling, basically? Right, yeah. Um, I mean, it kind of... To put it bluntly, I mean, it kind of all comes down to money at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't have, like, I don't come from a company that has, like, a massive marketing budget or anything. Yeah, and you're brand new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So I kind of have to get creative. Um, But we did just start a Five Stars Rewards program. So Five Stars is, like, I think they do Starbucks rewards even. Um, But they work with small local businesses and... um, just kind of they kind of do a lot of the work for me so if people are coming in once um they can kind of use their program to hopefully get them back in the door so that's something that i'm doing and then you know i'm just kind of getting into like email marketing and all of that kind of stuff i was just going to ask you about email marketing so are how are you are you or are you collecting names of people who come in or what is that looking like? Yeah, so we collect emails and things like that, you know, just through our point of sale system. And then obviously with our new rewards program, now we're collecting people's phone numbers. So, um, you know, we don't want to like overwhelm people with the amount of like emails that they might be getting from us or texts that they might be getting from us. But if there's some incentive to, you know, like if we shoot you a text that says, you know, hey, we haven't seen you in two months. Here's five bucks off. You know, like we want to we want to have you back. So that's something that really sounded promising for us. Have you guys had good success with the text messaging? And it, I mean, honestly, it's still pretty new. Probably. Yeah, it's it's very new. So I haven't. It, it's something that I haven't really had a chance to like do a lot of reflection on how how successful it's been yet so it's yeah, still so new that's actually that's so funny because of all the podcasts we've done we haven't really talked about text messaging no. programs and i don't know if a lot of people have been doing that so i'm really curious we'll have to do like a follow-up episode after yeah. you guys have been open for like a year um and kind of how you've grown because i love the story about businesses that they get started because they have a passion for something or something worked for them and i just love to see that grow and how mm-hmm. you guys are making that happen is there any other, um, you mentioned, you know, text messaging, email marketing, social media in the next six months to a year as you guys grow that you feel like you'll start adding into your overall marketing strategy? There's hmm. so many things out, out there. Maybe the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, right now, I I can't see any other things that we would maybe pull hmm. in, um, but it, it really all just kind of depends on how how quickly we can grow. And then, you know, we'll kind of, ba- hopefully we'll be able to base our, you know, our marketing strategies based on how well we're growing. And if, you know, if one thing's working, if the text messaging is working, then we'll kind of stick with that and see how far that can take us. If emails start working, we'll kind of see how that how far that can take us. I was going to ask about, this is a stupid question because I don't, I'm like really naive when it comes to like the CBD industry. Do you guys, can you do like samples? Like when someone walks in, is it like a grocery store where you're going through Whole Foods and you're like, chips, guac, you know, like, can you do <laughs> yeah. that? Saturday is sample 
Apple Day. <laughs> yeah, health. I'm the old lady in the hair net <laughs> in the freezer aisle at Costco. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we do free samples every day. So we sample our water soluble or our pain cream. Um, and obviously, like, we can't sample everything all the time. Um, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, if we buy stuff from different companies, a lot of times they're, you know, really willing to say, hey, we'll send you extra stuff and you can do a giveaway for your customers. So that's another easy way to kind of, um, you know, introduce people to like new products that we have and that kind of thing, being able to like do giveaways. People love free stuff, <laughs> um, you know, and it, it's, if people can try it before they buy it, it makes them feel a little bit better. So if you do a giveaway, is that you just collect people's email address at the store and then do a random drawing or something yeah. like that? Yeah. So. And then I'm assuming like, cause I'm, I'm always going back to social media, you probably can't do giveaways on social media or have you tried to do a giveaway on social media? Uh, I mean, we advertise that we're doing a giveaway on social media. But you, can't, um, you don't physically give it away through social media. As right. Show. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. What about, um, e-commerce have you thought about selling online can you even sell um, I don't know what the you know laws and stuff are in Minnesota yeah. and everything has yeah so we can that's I mean that's kind of the next step for us is setting up an online store because right now it's kind of one of those things where you know I'm just talking to people over email and shipping stuff out to them um, but I know that like our distributor has an online store, the store in St. Cloud has an online store. And so for us, that's definitely the next step. And then is there any like, um, <laughs> I talked to um, about on our last episode too about this. Um, is there any events that you guys are being part of or sponsor um, for your brand? Yeah, um, so Daniel is, he runs the MS150 every year. So, um, I think that's that may that maybe could be an answer to your yeah, earlier absolutely. question. Um, you know, if like athletes or you know runners or you know like um, I know the St. Cloud store sponsors um, an MMA fighter, so um, because CBD can be used for like injury recovery or just recovery from you know working out or doing really strenuous physical activity like. MMA or running or, you know, any, really anything, um, you know, Daniel sponsoring himself is something that he's going to pursue. And then um, potentially if there's athletes that want to work with us, that's definitely something that we would be open to. The other thing, too, when I was looking at your page, I noticed that you will go live on the page every once in a while and mm -hmm. post a video. Um were you when you first started going live were you, was that something that you were like yep this is something I plan to do was Daniel like hey you're going live like kind of becoming the face of the brand essentially what was that process like and how I want people to kind of hear about like to give them confidence to do those types of things as well yeah <laughs> so maybe give some advice on that <laughs> yeah um I mean being in front of a camera is not something that I was like totally <laughs> let's just do this all to the wall on um but it definitely does kind of give our customers a window into who we are as as a brand as a store as a as a growing business um so if people are you know thinking about doing social media i think 
you know, you can only do so much by posting pictures and all of that kind of stuff. But when people can hear your voice and see your face, they really understand, you know, how passionate you are behind what you're doing and definitely what you're selling. Um, so that part of it is like really, really important. That connection is really, really important for us. So it, I mean, it's not something that, you know, I am a hundred percent at, I would, I wouldn't give my myself a grade of A plus <laughs> as of right now, but, um, you know, it's just something that you kind of get better at just by doing it really. When you, when you go live, do you have a plan about what you're going to talk about or so what, what's that like planning the, planning yeah. the live? Yeah. Um, so Generally, I just kind of go, you know, I do those videos generally when we're doing the giveaways is kind of the big thing. Um, but I know the last one that I did, I was announcing that we did the five stars program. So if you have anything new or exciting going on in your business, that's a really great time to do a video and let your customers or your audience, you know, hear from you. Um, so um, I don't you know, I kind of, I just think, you know, what's, what's exciting, what's new, what, what am I, what do I want people to know, you know, and that's kind of the basis of, of what I do in those videos. And about how long are those live videos that you do? Yeah. Um, I think the videos I've done are only like one or two minutes long. Okay. So, so um, sweet. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, have to be a half exactly. an hour. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if you have just something quick that you need to, to get out there, um, again, it's, it's all just about that connection. And then where do you learn? Cause you kind of mentioned that you, you know, didn't have a background in marketing when you first started this position. So how have you learned and stayed up to date with all the things that are going on with social and just marketing in general? Yeah. I mean, so definitely just kind of keeping myself busy throughout the day. I'm just kind of online and like researching, you know, what are, you know, what are successful um, techniques in email marketing? What are successful techniques in, you know, influencer marketing or, you know, text messages? Like what is, what are other businesses doing and, um, you know, what's helping them be successful? Listening to the Social Feed podcast. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Another shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> We're full of them today. The other thing I saw on your page is that you do, um, you've done a couple fun cross promotions with other brands, um, which I think is huge for a business that's just starting. So do you wanna talk about how you partnered with those brands and what that looked like? Yeah, um, so I, I think a big thing is when, especially right now, um, you know, a lot of other brands, when people are opening up stores, um, they want their brand in your store and they're gonna fight tooth and nail to get you to have their brand in your store. So, um, you know, it's just, it's something that if they send us a product and either I try it and I really like it, then I'm gonna advocate for it. If, you know, if I have a, you know, if, if we already have something in the store that is kind of similar to that, then, you know, and it's not really selling all that well, then maybe that's something that we, don't necessarily want. Um, but I think that when, you know, brands reach out to me and I'm going on their website, um, 
and it, it seems like something new and exciting and they have a really good presence online um then i'm more like likely to you know advocate for their stuff being in the store i saw that you guys did that cross promotion with them is it Ka- i'm gonna pronounce this wrong kaylee's popcorn shop oh for yeah. national popcorn day yeah. which i thought was so cute um how do you know do you know kaylee or how did that come to be yeah so we just kind of try and think of different little events that we can do like every weekend if we can um so just helping like other little small businesses like that that are in the southern metro or even right in egan um is really great for us because we feel like if you know if we're supporting other small businesses then you know it's just kind of that karma thing that it'll come back to us have you had any pushback from other small businesses like like asking one of them if you'd want to like oh i'd love to cross promote with you would you want to do something and they're like oh cbd no thanks have you had any issues with that or has everyone been really responsive yeah it i mean i've it's always more positive than i think you know i feel like most people that kind of either come into the store and they're curious they're you know the positive the response is always really positive and that's been the same way with other brands or you know little shops that we work with um you know there's a like there's a pet store or a like a pet grooming place like right down the strip from us and they kind of you know will every once in a while kind of send people our way um so that's been really nice that there's other businesses in the area that are willing to support us and you know it's not something that they're like oh i don't really want to associate with a cbd business you know like obviously that's always going to be kind of out there but um it's just really surprised me how positive the response has been to us being there what about on social media has the response always been positive there yeah that's good yeah and i I mean that that may just because we're really small as of right now um but i think you know interacting with other groups on social media um just like going on message boards of like you know like minnesota hemp farmers and like like other cbd oil groups or like groups that care about you know using natural products instead of you know what am i trying chemicals yeah Yeah, exactly organic yeah so um you know being able to connect people and kind of bring um people in that way has has worked really well and uh, touching on the groups a little bit because we it's really interesting with a lot of our social clients we've been noticed that Facebook groups have made kind of a resurgence mm-hmm. um, with that like because I've been like I have part of like a snowboard group and I'm part of like when I was engaged there's like this whole group for brides and they oh my it's it's like that sounds way too intense it's really intense <laughs> and I had to leave it like once I got married I was like I'm out of here I'm out I got what I needed I'm done yeah but is there these like CBD groups that you're part of and like what do those look like are they huge are they small and how do you kind of contribute to those conversations yeah so I mean there's definitely large ones and small ones I don't know if there's like a CBD users group specifically for Minnesota um so that may be something that I could kind of champion myself and yeah. kind of get people, you know, interested that way. But I know that like there's a worldwide CBD users group on Facebook, um, and you know, every once in a while, I'll just kind of like 
shoot, you know, our website out there. Um, or, you know, even on like the dogs MSP page, um, you know, a lot of times people are like, my dog has such terrible anxiety. Like what if people tried and what works? I'm like, just, and I just shoot our page out there, you know, and every once in a while people will come by. Do you do that as, as your business or as yourself? As myself. Yeah. So a lot of the groups don't let businesses like join. So that's another thing that's kind of complicated with the Facebook groups um, is a lot of the groups have like restrictions on like advertising that you can do or so that's that's one thing that's challenging about Facebook groups too. But honestly, that's what makes groups a little bit better. You don't have yeah yeah quote spam yeah just advertisements all the time Mm -hmm. like you said you can throw your website out there but it's Mm got to be to somebody who's asking a valid question about right exactly yeah there has to be definitely a reason for me to like respond or put something out there because like you know i don't want to just throw our name out there for the sake of throwing our name out there um you know i want it to um you know, I want people to have a positive experience or idea around our store and our brand and all of that kind of thing. So we alluded to this a little bit earlier, but the last question I had for you was, where do you see this, your store and also just the CBD industry going in the next three to five years from now? Yeah, um, I think that, I mean, obviously it's going to explode, especially just with hemp now being a legal crop in the United States. Um, And I think a lot of stores are, I mean, there's just gonna be more and more and more popping up everywhere. Um, And I think that a lot of the taboo that's kind of associated with it is like, it's really just gonna start crumbling even more than it already has. Um, You know, it's kind of one of those things where like, maybe people our age in their 20s and 30s are like really open and excited about the idea. Um, And I think that definitely older people, because they're the ones that can benefit most from this product, to be totally honest, like the group that's like in their 50s and 60s, like they benefit the most from using this kind of stuff. So um, I think it's just it's going to keep growing and i think that there's going to be more and more products that are available um you know definitely i mean it's kind of expanding into like the beauty space um you know and obviously the pet space that we kind of talked about um so i think it's just one of those things where it's you know the the lines of products and the um, you know, the companies that are creating these kinds of products and the, the, the products that we'll be able to carry in the store. You know, we, we started with a really good baseline of just our regular CBD oils and CBD water solubles and our pain cream, you know, the stuff that's really, um, you know, what we really believe in. Um, but I think it, the most exciting part for me is kind of just being able to expand into, you know, more pet stuff or more beauty stuff, you know? So that's kind of 
how I hope to expand. Sure. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being on. Um, We'll make sure that we list all of your social media channels and also your website in the show notes on our website at socialfeedpodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to the Social Feed Podcast with Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player to get a brand new episode delivered right to you every Wednesday. Thank you, Kelsey, for being on, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. Another thing we want to talk about before we wrap up this podcast is we've been thinking, Pat and I, we've been brainstorming a little bit about maybe starting a Facebook group and get your guys' feedback on what you think about the episodes. You know, we want to hear what you think. So if you guys like that idea, DM us on Instagram, tweet at us, Hubbard Interactive, and let us know your thoughts. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week. The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell.